Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to episode 11 of the Time Out podcast. Um, I'm not joined here today with my usual co-host. Well, I mean, I've got Josh here, but we also have a special guest. Nevertheless, our first special guest. First. Would you like to introduce yourself? Hello, this is DJ Izzy on the podcast today. We've said it um, a million times since episode two, I think. We're going to get a DJ as a guest. Yeah, I mean, it just fits in with you being a club photographer. It just works. It and all we've talked about is clubs, so why not? We're just get a DJ in. shitting on clubs. For we get a DJ and like, we get a bartender in. Get everyone. Oh, we should get like a live. So <laughs> I, I don't know what you're meant to do when you have a guest. So I've just got like a bunch of alcohol here and like just making sure everyone's having a good time. That's the spirit. But we should get a live bartender. I think that's for. Future. I don't know if we have the budget, man. If you're a bartender and you're <laughs> listening to this and you'd like to work for free, um. We are hiring interns. We are very credible sources. But um, yeah. So DJ Izzy, tell us a little bit about yourself. So I have been DJing for five years now. Um, I've pretty much been doing music though for about 20 years. I started playing piano when I was about four or five years old and then pretty much played every other instrument you can at school. And yeah, when I turned 18, I started going into like clubs and I really liked, you know, um, seeing DJs on stage, having lots of fun. And I've always loved music. So I thought it would be a really cool career opportunity for myself. So yeah. So when you say like you first started doing music, like you just picked up an instrument one day and you just, that's it, you loved it from there and you started playing everything or you took a couple lessons here and then like this isn't for me and picked up a different instrument, things like that? Um, so I probably, I think I played piano for about 15 years. Um, I used to do it competitively as well. Oh, well. Um, competitive piano playing. <laughs> What's like competitive that? piano planning like? Um, so you can, um, do different levels of piano and you go into a room with someone and you pretty much have to play, I think, three different pieces and then they, like, grade you on your piano playing. So I think I got up to about level four, I think, when I was doing it. Is that, is that I don't, I'm not sure about competitive piano. Is that, yeah. is that, like, a good level? Is that, like, a high? Yeah, I mean, I definitely could have kept going, but... When that sort of stage, I was becoming sort of like a teenager and I wasn't really wanting to do piano anymore. Piano's not a very angsty instrument. It's really not. <laughs> I did piano as well. I think I only got to level two, but yeah, it's not. Like as a teenager, you want to hit something. Piano doesn't work for that. I played, yeah. Too classical. I played guitar when I was like six and I was fucking terrible at it. I was so <laughs> bad. I think guitar's a little more, yeah. But then powerful. again, I didn't practice and I was like, why am I not getting good at this? But now that I'm older, I understand you should have practiced. Probably. Yeah. It's all about practice. But yeah, um, what clubs do you work at? Like, do you work at a lot of clubs or do you work at functions as well? And obviously I met you through working at clubs. Um, but yeah, do you do functions as well? Things like that? Yeah, I do a lot of different DJing. So obviously nightclubs. I've also done work at like Rundle Mall and other like shopping centres, parties, weddings. Yeah, I've done quite a few different events, not just nightclubs. So. And do they normally contact you? Because I know you go through like an agency for bookings. 
Yeah, so I do have an agency for my bookings um, and then people also do reach out to me personally as well. Oh, okay, because we reached out to, I was about to say his name, I don't know if his name's public, but we reached out to It's Restricted Yeah. Um, and I noticed you were in the same agency. I'm like, okay, do I need to now go through this agency to try and get you guys on the podcast or like can I just DM you? But um, yeah, obviously the DM worked and... You're here now, but um, yeah, I've noticed a lot of people, like kids as well, having DJs as like their form of music at their parties. Mm-hmm. Like there was a sixteenth with like nightclub DJs there. Like that sixteenth I mentioned, I did the other oh, week. Jesus, They're like, yeah, yeah, we tried to get uh, it's restricted, but he was busy with like scheduling, so we had to get someone else from precinct. I was like, it's got to be hard to convince someone to do a sixteenth birthday party. Well, That's terrible. In my defense, <laughs> I didn't read the job yeah, description. Yeah, no, it's different for you, but, even but for a DJ. he said that he was told it was an eighteenth. But whether that's true or not, I mean, I don't know. Have you done many younger parties? No, I've done an eighteenth and like twenty first, but I've never done like a sixteenth. Oh my god! I wouldn't, I, go, have, I wouldn't go underage. I, I wouldn't go any younger than eighteen. I have actually been asked to DJ at a, I think it was like a tenth birthday, and they wanted me to dress up as Elsa. Bro, that <laughs> sounds like a lit time. I'm not gonna if lie. I mean, if they were gonna pay something crazy, see, that's different. I do a kid's birthday. I imagine, just wouldn't do a teen. Imagine like hard party. style, like Frozen remix. I remember back when HQ was open. This was like when the new one opened. It was one of the first nights, and they had like a Frozen remix night or something it was really good did you turn that party down oh uh, yeah unfortunately I, I, yeah it. it didn't work out with my schedule mm. otherwise i probably would have done it that would have been <laughs> that would have been great yeah. easy money are your schedules hectic like mine is ridiculous with photos what's like a djing schedule like is that um it definitely changes during winter i think it's a lot quiet more quiet in summer i'm really busy over, yeah, the next few months are definitely a little bit more quiet because a lot of people don't want to come out when it's cold. But, There's no way someone's um, booking you for a wedding if it's like two degrees outside. It's not worth it. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I guess it just, it's very like, it changes every week. So I don't, I'm not really one with like a normal like schedule or anything. It's mm-hmm. always changing. Do you do a, like is DJing your only job or do you do like other things as well um so at the moment yes it's just my only job um I have had other jobs in the past but I wanted to this year really focus on my DJing now that we're out of hopefully the COVID um madness I'm yeah really trying to pick it up and yeah do it as my full-time job it's like me looking at Josh trying to not make this Podcast very political, political. <laughs> despite, despite it being federal election it day. It is, it is federal election day. Um, I mean, we can take a tangent, I guess. Josh, you voted, I voted, yeah. So, um, it took me six minutes, it was great. This was oh. significantly faster than the state, state election, which is so, weird, but um, we tend to talk a lot about politics, despite me knowing absolutely nothing about politics. It's great. Um, I decided to shop in a Trump hat today, and how did that go? <laughs> It went, it was, I didn't get a reaction. Like Uh. the pure intention was to have a podcast story, but there was just no Mm. 
there was nothing really there. Like the greens lady came up to me, so I turned. So I had my hat on backwards, and then I the greens Some lady. poor sixty-five-year-old lady. Yeah, she's like, "Would you like to vote for greens?" I just turned my hat around. She's like, "Have a good day." I was like, "Oh right. shit!" Trump played <laughs> out. I don't think it would get a reaction anymore. Now I just look like an idiot. No, but uh, it got a bad react. Like as in, I wasn't looking for a reaction, but it got a bad reaction. Last on, time, yeah. You said you got kicked out of the uni bar. I got the kicked out of the uni bar. Yeah. Have you DJed there before? No, I haven't. I don't even know if they do DJs. No, they have like... I think they do events. They do yeah, bands. Like I've seen yeah. plenty of bands Indie there. Indie bands or like... Yeah, rock bands. Heavy bands. So basically screamo. Screamo. Yeah. Anything that's a rock is screamo to me. Okay. <laughs> no, that's all right. Fair enough. But no, uh, what type of... I mean, obviously I've heard you play, but do you play... When you like do venues and events and things like that, do you play certain type of music or do you play what you want to play and they come to you for that music? Um, a bit of both. So when I'm DJing at a new venue, I usually create a playlist for that uh, venue and the time slot that I'm playing at. So, yeah, it really depends. I definitely look at what the younger people want to have played. So, But then I also mix it in with a bit of what I like to play as well. What what is that type of music? Like, what's your type of music that you want to play? Um, I love future house and electro house, tech house. So anything like that, I really like. So ECs would probably be like a dream venue. No, I wouldn't say EC. Am I just missing? I've been there once, dude. I don't even like it, bro. I don't know why there's so much cocaine. Why is there carpet on the floor? Is my biggest concern. Why does your club have carpet? If you put carpet in a nightclub, you just you've just really gone wrong. If ECs are listening to this, please hire me as an interior designer. I do no interior designing, but I will gladly help you out. Yeah, but yeah, um, do you have any like future? Like, what's what's your future? career goes because obviously you said this year you want to focus on DJing you wanted to sort of put everything to rest so I mean I get where you're coming from with that because uh, I was sort of want to do the same with photos but then again I'm like Jake hates mm. his job yeah, yeah <laughs> I think that's very public information now <laughs> but um yeah uh yeah so what's your future career goals I guess so this year I really want to bring out my first original song Oh, that's nice. That's um, exciting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and now that COVID is sort of over, I guess, and we're able to travel, I've been um, doing a lot of interstate shows. So I want to continue that, keep um, playing at different shows around Australia, and then hopefully do international shows as well. Awesome. I'd really like to go to Bali and DJ there. That's probably Bali would be crazy. Mad festivals. Yeah, They've got like it's probably of... just Australians. Oh, and British people, but Australians. Yeah, yeah so say... many Australians. Yeah. But apparently, for British people, like it's the like it's the dream place to go. But it's ridiculously expensive. Like it is not for cheap. them. It would be the flight would be crazy. But yeah, for us, it's easy. I suppose us, it's what like a. Like if you really wanted to, you could go fly there. I mean, depending on where you live and what time the airports open and close. Cause obviously here in Adelaide, they close pretty early. Oh, I don't know. It depends on the day. But yeah, like obviously you could do a day trip to Bali, go there, play, come back if you really wanted to. Even at that point, you can just make a holiday out of it. 
Yeah. Just go there, do the set, chill out for a week, and then come home. I suppose, but, yeah. That's fair. How would you say interstate's different to here for like club scenes? I know nothing. I don't think I, we got invited to someone's birthday in Melbourne, but we didn't go. I think it was a cloud nine. Oh, cloud nine. <laughs> <laughs> so I've only played in Melbourne and Queensland. Okay. Um, Melbourne is obviously a lot bigger than Adelaide. It's got to be a lot more going on. Yeah, there's yeah. so much more going on. Like you can go out on a Thursday or even a Wednesday night and there's people out, That's people insane. wanting to party, drink. Like there's always something on, which is very different to Adelaide. You know. Yeah, we I've, have like Thursday maybe, Sunday if you go to certain places, but yeah, not much. I just made a vodka and it's so it's, strong. It is very bad. <laughs> I'm, I'm, li- I'm listening to the question. As <laughs> no, it's okay. I mean, Melbourne would probably be better for a DJ then. Surely if there's something on every night. Probably have a yeah, lot more I feel like there's a yeah, a lot more opportunity at places where I mean there's more population obviously in Melbourne, Sydney. There's more people to come to the venues, so yeah. As nice. a as a DJ, I mean obviously you're the one that's being hired, but so you're not doing the hiring, but do you feel like it's more of a clout thing or like a music thing that they look for? So they look, oh, hey, this person's got the most reach they can do better for our club or we really like this person's music and the way they involve themselves with the crowd and things like that? I feel like you need to have the whole package. You need to have the right look. You need to be able to play to a crowd, play the right music, um, interact with the crowd. And yeah, I think it's a full package they're sort of looking for. It's not just one thing or another. It's they really want someone who, you know, looks good, presents himself well, plays good music and can also interact with the crowd as well. I should have done DJ. I said you reckon? F- yeah, I, I kind of <laughs> like the fact. You like, said you sucked at guitar. I feel like. Yeah, it- I sucked at guitar. I was really bad at guitar. And yeah. I'm very, very tone deaf. Like, so if you, <laughs> ever, if you ever catch me sing and just run. Yeah. But um, no, I don't know. I feel like being a DJ is fun. Like you get to put on like a whole sort of DJ personality and it seems like a great time. I think that's why it's a big thing. You can do a whole show with one person, which yeah, is like, insane. Like, that's awesome. Would you say that it's like, would there be a percentage that's the music and a percentage that's the character? Like when you, let's say you do an event, do you have to, you know, 80% has to be really good music and then 20% has to be getting the crowd involved and things like that? Or is it just more more so music? I think a big thing with DJing is getting the crowd involved and um, really putting on a performance. So, yeah, you've got to have good music, but I think how you present yourself and how you interact with the crowd is probably more important. Yeah. Because people, you know, when they go out, they're not necessarily going to remember all the songs you played, but they will remember how, like, they felt while Mm -hmm. you were DJing. And if they were having a good time. Actually, I can probably, like, I, I think I agree with what she said because last time I was in Melbourne, I saw this band, or not a band, like a DJ group. I think they were called Slice and Dice or something like that. Yeah. Right? Mangoes. Interesting. Or Mango. I don't actually know what the name Mango is. Mango Fridays. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mangoes, please sponsor me. Please get me over for photos. But um, 
Yeah, they were great. And I didn't remember their music pretty much because I was really drunk. It was, what, like two o'clock in the morning and I was gone. But um, they were really, like, they involved the crowd. They were, like, jumping in the crowd, basically. I really like their whole scheme of, like, they wear, like, masks and, like, bandanas and bell. Like, they're pretty much, okay, imagine, like, the Jabberwockies, but for DJs. Hmm. They were sort of like that, and they're really cool. It was like really good. And from now on, I just like whenever I'm at the gym, it's either them, slice or si- and dice. it's either slice and dice or six nine. You know? <laughs> yeah, it's a running joke. Jake loves six nine. Man, that man is making some bad moves for himself. I don't know. He <laughs> had he a, ever make good. Moves? He had a ch- like a chance once he got out of prison to turn his life around. And do you think he's done that? No, no, he has not. Were you expecting him to? Look, I'll... <laughs> Next question. <laughs> no, but I think I agree because, yeah, people don't remember what happened. They remember how they felt. That's huge. Yeah. And um, especially if it's just you up there, you got to look good, play good, sound good. I mean, people don't want to come to a nightclub, see a DJ just sort of standing there, mm. not looking like they're having fun. Yeah. You know, if someone's standing up on stage looking like they're having fun, then you're going to want to have fun. <laughs> Well, it's also like, I mean, if they didn't need a performance, they'd just chuck a playlist on. They don't even need you. So you got to do something. Yeah. I mean, like it's one, not that hard to put a Spotify playlist on, I guess. So I got to, I mean, as a DJ, I guess you have to show why you deserve it better than yeah. a Spotify playlist. That's what I mean. Like, as I was going to ask, like if you have DJ the Ramsgate, every time we used to go, they used to play the same music every time. <laughs> and I was like, this is crazy. Like, look, I love... Horses, but why do you always end with horses? I think they... Ch- I mean, I haven't closed down the Ramsgate in a long time. People don't want their photo taken in the last half hour. People don't want their photo... The, what I've learned <laughs> in the past month is a lot of people don't want their photo taken and they're very aggressive when they don't want their photo taken. Like a simple, no, nah, I'm okay, we'll do it. Uh, more of a fuck off, you <laughs> loser, is what I'm not going for. And uh, especially don't like it when they just like like to get physical. As a like yeah, as a DJ, do you have a lot of people just like jump up and try and like touch your stuff? I always have that as a photographer. Everyone wants to touch the camera. Can I touch the camera? Can I take a photo of you? No. No. Do you have people come up and like, oh, let me spin a track or whatever the DJ term is? Get aggressive about requesting a song. Yes, I uh, yeah, I've got so many stories. Um, I get a lot of people coming up saying, "Can I like mix in a song?" Or, oh, can I plug my phone in oh, so I can play w- one of my songs? I get so much of that. Or people, yeah, coming up on stage and trying to touch the decks. One time I was DJing and this guy came up and he literally turned one of the decks off. So that was great. <laughs> uh, surely that man got kicked out. Yeah, I was going to say, food. surely. Like the amount of times I've gone, jumped behind the DJ set to take photos and I've almost kicked the power plug out. It happens more <laughs> times than I can yeah, imagine. That's, uh, it makes me that's very one nervous. way to make a DJ not like you. <laughs> um, yeah. So that's the whole thing gone if you pull the power plug out. If, if I kick a power plug out, that's it. That's, that's it. My whole, my yeah, whole career out, yeah. gone. Get fired on the spot. Nah, they, sure. they love me. Hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> the Ramsgate, please love me. I don't know. Uh, don't have any other career goals going for myself at the moment. But, uh, yeah, what would you say we actually want to touch on? What would you say is, like, your most terrifying story as a DJ? Like, what what's, like, mm, am I really in the right industry type thing? Um, 
I've or definitely f- or had. Funniest. You can funniest. We're just <sighs> in for an interesting story, I guess. I've definitely had lots of times where I've been like, "Do I really want to be doing DJing? Like, is this what I want to do?" Because there is a lot. Like, there's obviously a lot of positives doing DJing, but there are a lot of negatives as well. Mm. Um, I think, oh, really? F- oh, it's funny now. At the time, it wasn't. But probably the scariest moment, I was at a nightclub. I was actually with uh, Teddy Cream. Oh, that name Teddy sounds... Cream? I don't know. Oh, I feel they're like a uh, duo. Uh, they used to be from Melbourne. Okay. Um, I was with them. We were at a nightclub and this guy like sees me from afar and like he obviously recognised me and he literally just ran at me. Oh, God. And <laughs> luckily um, one of the guys from Teddy Cream was like on it and he like grabs this guy and... Security ended up like kicking him out, but yeah, it was crazy. That was like the the scariest you can't be thing. Sprinting that's... at people full force, that's a no. I mean, doing that like I just I just want to like. Uh, I wonder what would have happened if he wasn't you know intercepted. Mm. What would have actually <laughs> happened? But yeah, I'm sorry. Touch on the thing you said before because we like to get like yeah deep in our emotions sometimes on this podcast. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Yeah, you said like sometimes there's like times that you am I really in the right career? Like what what makes you get to those states? Like is there just is it competition? Is it like your lack of passion? Because obviously we've got to be hard like rocking out to a club at like midnight when you just don't want to be there because that's a brutal time of day to start work. Either that or like because COVID, COVID really destroyed a lot of people's hopes and dreams. Like how more so? How did you like get past that? Really? Yeah, I think. Definitely uh, 2020 was a very rough year for me. Mm-hmm. I just got signed to Lucky Entertainment, which is uh, literally one of my biggest goals was to get signed to that agency. Shout out Lucky nice. Entertainment Shout for Lucky signing Entertainment. our favourite DJ on the podcast. <laughs> nice. So, yeah, that was a huge thing. It happened in February 2020. Oh, that's, and then a, yeah, month like a month later, yeah. we went into COVID. So, yeah, it was really devastating. I felt like I got to where I wanted to be and it sort of just got taken away from me. Mm, that's fair. Um, so, yeah, the last two years, I've just sort of been like working on myself and it has been really hard at points. Um, you know, it's like you've got where you want to be, but you can't do what you want to do. Yeah, I <laughs> essentially. get Essentially. You've grinded to the point where you get the reward and then it just doesn't happen. It's yeah. Like it was really tough, but I've kept to it. Nice. And, you know, we're sort of getting out of the COVID stage now. So hopefully I'll be able to do what I wanted to do when I first got signed. And yeah. Yeah, hopefully. I mean, agencies are good. I Personally, I didn't like working for agencies, but that's just me. It's probably one of those things where there's good ones or bad ones. Yeah. Every industry. I don't even know if the agent, I can't even remember the name of the agency I was with, but they were like, can I work? Oh, uh, yeah, we'll see what happens. And just <laughs> never got back. I was like, fuck Yo, you. Yo, can I pay my bills? <laughs> Yo. Oh, sorry. Bro, being creative is hard, man. It is. So at what point last year did the work start picking up again? Because 2020 was kind of a write-off for clubs. Like, obviously, we're in lockdown here in Australia. I think, we, like, Adelaide was about eight weeks of 
proper lockdown. But after that, obviously, the clubs were still closed. Well, I mean, we ages. reached that one stage in 2020. I, I want to say it was like near August or September. I could be very wrong, but everything opened up again. It was like back to quote unquote quite normal. normal yeah. And then we had that second wave hit and they just closed everything down. Mm. Yeah, I think, I mean, I've been really lucky over the whole of COVID. I was still able to work in nightclubs where everyone was sitting down. Uh, it's got to be awkward. Like, there's no energy. <laughs> Everyone's sitting down. It's pretty That's much terrible. like you've got to do the opposite of what a DJ has to do. Like, when everyone had to sit down, we pretty much had to play background music that no one would stand up mm. and dance to, which is pretty much the opposite of what a DJ is hired for. I remember I was in Byron Bay. I want to say the Byron Bay or Darwin. It was one of those two very, two very different, different locations. Places. And uh, I ended up going to a club because it was like a Saturday night. I was like, oh, okay, like I'll go to a club. And this was like where you couldn't stand anywhere. And this DJ was just having an awful time. And there's just like one song, the security were dealing with someone. Mm. Like someone tried to start a fight. The security were dealing and the DJ's like, fuck this. This is my time. And he got everyone up and everyone was like moshing. It was great. It was like everything was back to normal. <laughs> security came in, everyone runs, like sits seconds, down. Yeah. It was like a good two minutes. Jesus But Christ. it's like, as a creative I don't know. I found it quite hard. I'm assuming, obviously, you said you found it very difficult as well. Mm -hmm. It was like, it wasn't the best time for us, I guess. Well, no, of course not. I mean, you, your jobs rely on events and there were no events. It was even worse. I mean, I wouldn't want to DJ if people weren't moving. It would be really dry and boring. But yeah, it's like everybody stay in your seats, but put your hands, put up. Your hands up. That's pretty much what people had to do. Sit down, but dance in your seat. That's terrible. <laughs> Actually, oh. I do have a good story about that. It was when I was working Port Lincoln. Um, we were like in a group because like, we went for a group for work and we went to a bar and they weren't allowed to dance. So one guy who just loves to get himself in like bad situations, like, he's like another me, mm -hmm. just puts himself in bad situations. He grabs his chair, sits on the dance floor with the chair and starts like having like a good old time and everyone's like the security's like we can't he's tell him down. off he's sitting down so then he got everyone in the venue to put their seats on the dance floor and they were like having like a little That's party black. sitting down it just shows how silly the government's rules were that you can make a dance floor but you have to be seated are you are you a fan of tiktok yes did you see i i actually love this when COVID hit dog and duck, I think. I know exactly. Made that TikTok. <laughs> it's like that. It was, I don't know if I've said this on the one. podcast. So basically they had a guy sitting down with a beer and a guy in a green costume pretending to be like germs or like coronavirus uh, runs up to him because he's sitting down or runs around him. And then the guy stands up. This guy just tackles him to the floor. Yeah, it look, was I mean, the greatest thing. We're not super pro-government, at least not the 11 episodes we've done so far, but... Yeah, the rules are a bit weird. Like, yeah, no they're standing just, up. They're very um, conflicted and, like, not consistent mm -hmm. either. Even between states. Like, I at one point, like, you could literally fly to Melbourne, go dance there, 
fly back to Adelaide and then have to come to DJ, like sitting down dancing. I don't know. Mentally being a DJ, like personally, I couldn't do that. Like you have to, like the environment would just be so different. I'd just give up. I'd be like, you know what? I'm just going to take a break. You're going to get a normal job for a year or so to you guys later. But um, That's tricky. Yeah. Uh, I guess we'll go through the list of questions. I mean, we're already, yeah, we're knocking them off. Yeah, we had like, we, so obviously we, this week, because we have a guest, uh, we thought we'd write some questions that mm-hmm. people have submitted slash we have thought of because, you know, guest is Professional. good. But one thing mm-hmm. I actually did mention that I want to talk about is a demographic. So obviously this podcast demographic is, what well, we said, like 18 to 26 year old males. But then we found out, you know, we actually have a large female audience that listens, which is really cool. We didn't Surprising. know that. Surprising. Yeah. yeah. Considering that we talk about, I don't, I don't know what 18 to 26-year-old females talk about, so I'm not going to get myself <laughs> in trouble there. But um, yeah, so with your demographic, being a, obviously a female DJ, do you find it, it's more males or obviously female DJ, do you find it more female demographics? I feel like... So on my Instagram, I definitely have more male followers. Mm. Uh, yeah, I guess that's with being a female DJ. I think definitely more guys probably follow along with me. That's fair. Um, just don't check that uh, other DM box on Instagram. <laughs> no. No, just don't look at it. I'm just waiting for someone, yo, Jake, if I, if I'm ever really, <laughs> If I'm ever really sad, I just go into my message requests and I just read all the messages and it always makes me smile. It's like, hey, do you want to come on our podcast? No, the Time Out podcast <laughs> is the best. <laughs> Fuck you. It's more just like simps, man. They make the world go around. Bro, I, I wish I... But the way you shoot your shot with a stranger in a, in a DM, Bro. I never understood that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Jake's like, I'd be doing that all the time. Bro, nah, nah. I don't, I don't know. I just couldn't follow someone on Instagram and DM them. And it's going to be like curb your enthusiasm of like someone. Not if I didn't know Instagram. them. But yeah, if you need the uh, ego boost, then go for it. Yeah. Bit or, of uh, fun. Yeah. Why not? Yeah, I don't know. It's a, Social media is a bit weird. Def- definitely have done some poor things in my time. I mean, pretty much, but it is what it is. Yeah. Yeah. So what are the positives for DJing? So we talked about negatives, but we don't want to get too sad. Well, let's make this podcast happy and fun. Yeah, yeah let's do that. I think the positives are definitely, uh, it's just the most amazing feeling when you're up on stage playing your music, everyone's vibing. It's honestly like amazing. You get off stage and you just feel so happy and nice. good. Yeah, and um, obviously being able to travel, meet new people is great as well. Mm. Yeah, there's lots of different positives. Well, actually, that's what I've always wanted to know. So when I got different events and like work thing, work-related things, obviously I got flown out. But if you're a DJ and you're going here, there and everywhere, do you sort of have to organise your own stuff and like you pay for your flights and things like that? Or is it all... Hey, we'll fly you over. We'll give you whatever you want. We want you to DJ for us type thing. Um, so, yeah, sort of like a package deal. When a venue books you, they usually pay for your flights, accommodation, and then you get a fee for your performance as well. And then they usually give you a meal. So, yeah, it's pretty good. They really look after you when um, you go interstate. Fuck, I should have been a DJ, man. <laughs> Photographer? Oh, yeah, you want to come here? Sure, you just got to 
pay, pay for, for everything. <laughs> pay, pay for your own concert ticket and we might give you a media pass when you show up. We'll see what happens. I was like, no, I'm not. Yeah. Like, I don't mind paying for my mm. own things, but if it's a, maybe you'll get a media pass, I'm like, no. no I mean, it would make good. sense to me for them to pay for the flights. Like, accommodation, yeah, probably. Obviously, depending on how long you're going to be there for, but yeah. Otherwise, it's a bit weird. You have to book your own flights. Most venues that are, um, like, the more country venues, they've got accommodation within their venue. Okay, yeah. Yeah, so that's always really handy. But how does it so go trying to, to sleep above a club, though? That's going to be terrible. Be so loud. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I have stayed above from a club. It was in Port Lincoln. And honestly, after I finished DJing, I would just pass out. I'm so tired. Yeah, that's <laughs> oh, no, I guess you I'm just collapse in your bed and you're, you're ready. <laughs> yeah, I guess I'm different. I'm just like a slight cricket noise. Can't sleep. Yeah, no, I, I suck at sleeping, but. I'm terrible. It is what it is. How do you, uh, you find working in country towns with, like, bright-coloured hair? Because, obviously, your hair's purple. How do you find that? Because when I was travelling, I had blue hair at the time, I think, and I got a lot of bad looks. I was like, I'm going to die here. Oh, no, that's not good. Yeah, I mean, I definitely get a lot of looks when I'm walking around because I don't have normal coloured hair. Um... I get lots of compliments as well, which is nice. Um, but yeah, it definitely makes you stand out, I guess, having like a different coloured hair. Um, sort of defines you, I guess, as a DJ. I suppose, and that's part of like, I'm assuming now your hair colour is part of your like character when DJing, things yeah. like that. Yeah. Nice. I, I was going to have that and I was like, oh, I can't be bothered colouring my hair every week again because... Went through a stage where every month was a different colour and was just taking its toll on my head. It's too much like, bleach. Yeah, my hair was bleached to All the, the max. It was bad. So I was like, you know what? Let's go back to the bandana because I rocked it back in the day and now I'm rocking it again. Why not? It's more, it's more yeah. easier. Do you change the hair colour or is it permanently purple? Um, so I've had purple, I reckon, for three years now. Yeah, okay, that's consistent. Um, I actually was a hairdresser for five years before oh, I did sick. DJ. Nice. Okay. <laughs> um, so I used to change my hair color literally every week. So the fact that I've had purple hair for three years is something. Mm. <laughs> but yeah, I pretty much had every color like you can think of on my hair. But yeah, I do vibe the purple at the nice. moment. And I'm do you probably coordinate the stay. DJ outfits with the hair? Yeah, definitely. Nice. Yeah. It's so much fun. Like, hair colours, like, I remember it was spin-off or some sort of festival. I had purple hair, purple shirt, purple shoes. It was sick. It's a lot of purple. It was good. It looked okay. cool. Plus purple bandana, but yeah. Man. But yeah, one question. We're about to get very dangerous in the questions here. <laughs> uh, as a hairdresser, what are your thoughts on the mullet? Oh no! We we, ha we have a we have a stand here on the uh, mullet. We'll uh, hear her opinion first, I guess. Look, I work with teenagers. Every second kid has a mullet now. It's ridiculous. It's either the mullet or the Jack Harlow. Those are the haircuts. Yeah. And I I, I like the Jack Harlow better, but I've never. Yeah, liked I was actually pretty surprised to see that mullets have made a comeback. I wasn't. Like expecting that comeback, I wasn't but thrilled. But it's here. <laughs> I feel like mullets are sort of like a meme, and they are like funny in a way. But I 
personally don't like them. Oh, unless, right. she's allowed to stay on the podcast. Like styled really good. Okay. Yeah. I feel some, like someone some, has to look at I wouldn't way. say I hate all mullets, but a lot of them I don't like. You hate the idea of a mullet. If if you have a sculler, I wanna like personally <laughs> fight you. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't like you based off your yeah, sculler. I don't know. I've always had boring hair, so I mean I've always either had like really short hair or really long hair. I've never had in between. Mm. Did you guys ever have that like metro haircut? I reckon it was like 2011. Or oh, the uh, like, like, swing to the side. And then the rest was like spiky. Oh. Harrison had that. He had the, it's like full emo cut. <laughs> Looked like a short stack member. Yeah. Wasn't yeah. short. No. What? Short no, stack. that's Fallout Boy I'm thinking of. Oh, I mean, same vibe. It's, it's same vibe, but oh. I remember I tried to do it, but I was just so unco because I was like 10. <laughs> and it's like it would end up going back, so I'd look. Oh, Jesus, the front would look like you know My Chemical Romance emo, and then the back <laughs> would look like I'm from the '60s, frilling my hair back. I permanently <laughs> straightened my hair for like a year in Year Nine. I hated it. It was a terrible idea. Wow. <laughs> and then I had an afro in Year Twelve, and now we're here. I mean, I like your hair now. It's like it's simple. It's basic. I like the afro. I miss the afro. Bro, go on. Oh, that'd be sick. <laughs> I saw a guy the other night clubbing. He had like a Full on like afro, like it was pretty far out. It was sick. I wish I could grow hair like that. Do it. I might. Coward. No, don't do that. Because <laughs> I'll do it. No, I'm at, finally at a stage like my hair's growing longer. It's great, but I'm like if I cut it again, I know I'm gonna color it. So I'm like, probably <laughs> color it. I, well, you I, could always roll out a different hair color for the song. Just go a full different vibe. Change everything. Yeah. Just, Maybe I'll just start doing wigs. Like, I'll buzz cut my head and just start wearing wigs. As wigs if it, are a good idea. As if people didn't have enough to bully me about. Your <laughs> <laughs> whole vibe is just like, yeah, bully me, do it. If you, if you make it about yourself, then they can't bully you for it. Like, if you promote it, like, how can they bully yeah. you? Just like, look at me. I photograph at like, the Ramsgate. What are you going to do? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. But yeah, you're gonna come back to the Ramsgate. You were. I really hope so. I met you there, obviously, and everyone loved it. You, from what I was saying, I think it was last episode, the episode before, when they sort of announced you, it was like I wasn't sure what the event was gonna be like because obviously I you played it like a very early time, but then they pushed you back a bit later and it worked out better. Yeah. But yeah. I noticed that was like like a because I'd say the Ramsgate's full of like either footy player type people in that sort of area because that's like Henley yeah. area. So you have a lot of clubs, but there are a lot of people that weren't from those sort of sporting backgrounds or mm. background, just people who wanted to come to see you, which was really good. It uh, brought a whole different vibe to the venue. It's good for the Ramsgate because it's not like they paid to get in there. So why not? Well, surely. Unless they have they added a cover charge. Oh, no, no. The, be- <laughs> the best was uh, just telling friends that I wanted to come out, like, I'll cover your like pay. Oh, like, don't yeah, worry about it. I'll yeah. pay for you. Literally, they know it was free yeah. to get in. <laughs> How do you rate the uh, suburban nightclubs versus the city ones? I think they... Gar- Ramsgate, for, for us, when we were going out, was always a guaranteed 6 out of 10 night. Like, it was always okay. Never bad, never great. Just in the middle. So, the first time I ever DJ at the Ramsgate was prior to COVID. Mm-hmm. She's an it OG. Was, OG. It was literally... I reckon one of my first ever sets, um, 
I DJed there when they had the 900s, the decks, like the okay. really old decks. I, I don't know anything about decks. I don't, I don't know if you do. <laughs> okay. I'm, assuming, I'm assuming that's based off what you've said. It's not a... It wasn't a vibe. But they don't have those decks anymore, so it's good. So you don't have to bring your own? See, that's what I thought. No. Okay, that's cool. Because as a DJ, I mean, obviously I know they have one sort of deck, but I thought as a DJ you had to carry around, like, your own deck, your own laptop, your own head, like, obviously headphones and laptop important, unless you want to, I don't know, I see some people just literally with a USB. No, you'd have to bring the laptop. It's got the mixes on it, surely. No. No? It's not a USB? (laughs) So most DJs just DJ off a USB. Or an mm. SD card. Mm-hmm. There SD are card. DJs that DJ off a laptop. Mm-hmm. Most of them are like R&B DJs because okay. um, for scratching, it seems to work better through a laptop and a different program. But mm. I probably nine or oh, I can't even say a percentage because it's probably incorrect. But most of the DJs I know DJ off a USB. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. I'd be so nervous. Like that all that your, one all USB, your, you lose your, that. You want that no, one USB. I've had times like the USB, like I have to replace my USBs probably like every three months because they get knocked. Like, oh, I suppose being in a bar, club, whatever, you're going to have. You just need one sweaty person to get some gunk on them. You, need, you just have one carton of milk. And then. <laughs> I remember Christ. my first ever set. Um, it was at the London Tavern, actually. Classic. Um, I DJed and my USB didn't work. Oh. It oh. came up that like a hundred songs on my playlist weren't like going to work through the decks. And that was, yeah. Just quit. <laughs> I don't yeah. That'd make me like, I'd be so proud. But like when you DJ, is it all your songs on the... USB. So, like, how do you have to prepare anything before you did, or you pretty much just show up, do your work, leave? There's no before and after type work. Um, it depends. I personally will like make a playlist for the night. So when I DJ at the Ramsgate, I made my own Ramsgate playlist. Um, it really depends. I try to download new music every week. So I can like stay with the current trends and everything. Um, but the, I mean, there has been times where I haven't had the time and I can just show up to a place and just DJ because I've got that much music yeah. already. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I personally prefer to prepare for it and like make up my own playlist. So I'm more yeah. prepared and know what I'm doing. Makes it a bit easier on the night when you've got like a playlist set out rather than just scrolling through, like, a thousand songs trying to make a playlist. I mean, I saw on TikTok once, I don't know if this is true, but it's like a DJ, what what they would do is they'd basically do everything beforehand so they knew exactly which song was going to fade into what, how it was going to work, and they sort of record that. Say they were there for an hour, they'd record that hour on the USB and things like that, and they'd pretty much just plug it in. And then fake it while they're up there type thing. Is that is that true? Is that what DJs do sometimes or? Yeah, so definitely festivals or concerts. I think a lot of DJs would pre-record their set. So mm-hmm. it's perfect for the night. Because, um, you know, when you're 
on a stage at a festival with so many people, you don't want to make a mistake. So I think a lot of them would definitely pre-record their sets. But if you're DJing at a nightclub, it's usually live. Okay, yeah, right. I suppose. Yeah. yeah, that's pretty cool. I mean, it makes a job easier if you do it, I guess, all beforehand, but then sort of takes away from the realness of it because it's like if you know exactly what's going to happen, like how are you going to get involved? Type I mean, thing? to be fair, at a festival, if you paid uh, $200-ish to get in and the DJ just fucks it up, like, oh, man, people would be so angry. I mean, I saw a video of Timmy Trumper, like, as in... Is he, he still was, going? I think he is. He's getting yeah. massive around the world. Like, I, I swear... He's really in big in Europe. I swear he was just, like, a local Australian kid just, like, made a song and it's sort of, like, did all right and then no one ever heard from him and then he just blew up out of nowhere. I feel like he came in at the right time and because he's so unique, like, with his trumpet... And yeah, he's also, got a thing. Yeah, yeah a like thing. that's what you need. If you're going to be a su- successful DJ, you need to have something different about you. Mm-hmm. So he's got his trumpet. I remember that little kid and dad when that song was going viral. Oh, I think it was the, like I remember when that. Vine, Vine was going. Yeah. And they like played Timmy Trumpet. That was so good. Huh. I never liked Timmy Trumpet a lot, but. I mean, I never, I can't say I listened to his music. I mean, I that one song, Trumpets, was pretty Huge. big. Yeah. And it still gets you a good, like, pre-pomp before gym, but, like, <laughs> I don't, yeah. I can't say it's on my playlist or... Yeah, I've that's heard, understandable. But, like, congratulations, Tim. I guess he's doing yeah. pretty well for himself. Nice. Yeah. As a, like, do you find it harder being in Adelaide than, like, trying? Because, obviously, you said you'd love to go international and, like, more national type things. Do you find it hard in Adelaide because it's such a small area? Yeah, definitely. Um, I feel like probably in the next year I might want to move interstate because there's a lot more opportunity for what I want to do in Melbourne, Sydney. I feel like Adelaide sort of got the reputation of <laughs> churches and older people I and that's sort of what they, they're they going accurate. for here. I would that's say accurate. Adelaide in general is just turning into a retirement village. I mean, if... I think Adelaide's a good city to live in. Like, if I was, like, getting married and having kids and stuff, it's great. But, like, yeah, if, you, if you're all about nightlife, which, I mean, it's your job. So, yeah, I'd, wanna, I'd be in Melbourne probably. I love Melbourne. I know. I've, Definitely. Every time I go to Melbourne and I have a great time, but every time I come back, I have that, like, FOMO of, like, I need to be there again. Like, I can't. Melbourne just has a lot going on. And, I mean, I've only been there a handful of times, but I had a great time. Like, we went for a music festival, and then I went to another gig in Brunswick, I think, and I loved it there. It was so nice. The only thing I don't like is that I just got back from Melbourne, so I went this week for work. But they call a palmer, a palmy, a palmer. And I was trying to explain. So they don't have palmies in a pizza box. Have you, please tell me you've tried the palmies in a pizza box. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that's oh an Adelaide thing, which is weird. Cause it's like, it's like a year ago, just every pizza place just started doing it. Yeah. I so I showed them this and they're like, I've never seen this in my entire life. This is the great, I would come to Adelaide just, just to eat this. this. And they're like, how much does it cost? I'm like, depends oh, where like you go. Bucks. It's <laughs> roughly like 20 to 30 bucks. They're like, are you serious? Normal person would get like two or three meals out of that. That's crazy. Yeah. And they're like, oh, it's sort of like, cause they're HSPs, like they're ABs. No ABs. Yeah. Um, they are, well, like they said that's their equivalent. So they have like massive ones, but they're like 60 to 80 bucks roughly. Oh if you're getting a massive one. I'm like, who's paying $80 for an AB? Then 
proceeding to eat that whole entire AV. They also call Euros's kebabs there. That's a big point of contention. See, to yeah. me, kebabs are... Like, like meat on a stick. Meat on yeah, a stick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Melbourne's a, Melbourne. I think Euros is a more Greek Melbourne word. just want to be different, you know. I feel like Melbourne's just trying to relate, like, well, look at us. We're quirky. We're, we're uh, different. We're rest with the rest of the world. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I, I thought about moving to... I mean, lucky I didn't. I thought about moving to Melbourne in 2020. And oh. then, then COVID hit and I was like, oh. Yeah, no, they're only in lockdown for like 13 months. Because I went to yeah. Europe in March and I was like, all right, when I get back in. So I went to Europe in February and when I get back, I'll look at it moving like April-ish. And then COVID hit and I was like, oh, lucky I didn't move. Mm. Good but, decision. Um, yeah. And then I mean, I think about it every now and then. I'm like, I've got a good life here. But like Melbourne, if I want to succeed, I feel like that's the city I have to go to. But I mean, for me in photography and film industry, it's a very saturated market. Like you ask any person, they're sort of doing a creative sort of outlook. Every second person has a camera. Mm -hmm. So what makes me stand yeah. out from that second person with a camera? Do you find that same, obviously being with an agency, they go through a lot of people and they have to pick people. But do you find that same sort of problem when you're trying to DJ? I think uh, definitely yes and no. One of advantage being female there's a lot less female djs out there we were going to bring up the female dj thing as whether you kind of see it as like a, a positive or a negative or if it's kind of both at the same time i think it would be a positive um yeah surely. i feel like these days it's definitely a more positive good so back in the day female djs they used to be girls who would get up on stage they would have a guy doing the mixes and they would just be up there looking good. Mm. So I feel like that has been such a like thing. I find a little bit hard being a female DJ sort of like I get a, a lot of questions like, are you actually DJing? Mm. Oh, do you terrible. do your own stuff? Because of the past and what female DJs were. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You gotta break that stereotype. Yeah. That's weird. Okay. Like, I feel like the most common question I get is like, do you actually do your own stuff or is someone making it for you? And I feel like if I was a guy, wouldn't I wouldn't get that, get that question. That's on, yeah, that's that's <laughs> fair enough. I would expect that, which is not good. I mean, like it's not good, but like it's sort of expected because of what female DJs used to be. Mm -hmm. And we're just sort of, I guess, breaking out of that now yeah, okay. and showing that that's not actually the case. Hmm. That's pretty, like, that's pretty interesting. I mean, I've never looked at it from a DJ perspective because, I mean, I'm not a DJ, so it's quite hard to tell. But I know, like, female photographers, they have it really difficult. Like, yeah. I mean, sorry, the ones I know, there might be some that are just completely fine, but the ones I know... They face like real big problems, especially because like we have to go out in the crowd. So we're getting like pushed, shoved, like obviously I feel poor, like feel very bad for them. But it's good to see that I guess times are changing and like it's getting better for you. And hopefully, you know, fingers crossed you can make a very stable and successful career out of it, I guess. Yeah. Well, you got to drop your own music and then everyone should just shut the fuck up about it. It's like, oh, yes, I do my own stuff. Here it is. Actually, yeah. that's what I want. So when you say drop your own music, like, what does that mean? Like, you make a 
beat from like what do you mean when you make your own music because um so say i've made my own remixes i made my own mixes and pretty much the first thing anyone will say once i drop that is did you do that all yourself Mm. and i just feel like if i was a guy they would just be like oh this This is is amazing this is so good like that wouldn't be the first question they would ask if i was a guy okay so with the the song you're gonna drop, is it like composed by yourself or is it a remix of something else? Um, sorry, I want to do an original. That's cool. Um, literally since I was about seven or eight, I've been writing my own music. That's sick. I've literally got it in a it's little journal. Yeah. Yeah, I literally. Sorry, I reckon I was probably like eight years old. I really wanted to be a singer. Mm-hmm. I've literally got so many photos. I would make my parents like come out in the lounge room and I would literally perform to them. Nice. And I'd get my older sister to hold literally a flashlight over me. Like, a, <laughs> I like, like that. a flashlight back and forth. Yeah. Back and there's forth. literally photos. Like I thought I was going to be the next Britney Spears at seven years old. Oh, yeah. well, I mean, I mean like, yeah. lucky for you, you didn't. I mean, Britney turned out, I mean, she got better now, I think. I don't know. You I don't think? know what's going on with all of that. I don't know. Well, I last heard was like she shaved her head, which was like 20. That was ages ago. That was like 2003. Yeah, that was a long time ago. Oh, it was like 10 <laughs> years ago or something. No, no, no. Oh, no. I know she's like in court or something like that. I think she won. Did she? I think she won her rights to her own humanity. I don't even know what happened. I don't know. I don't know. I've been watching the Johnny Depp and Amber Heard trial. I think Harrison's probably the most clued in. So Harrison's like the third person who like sits in your seat but uh, yeah he's like every week he wants to talk about something new um i don't know like i don't i don't know it's a weird watch like my partner really likes johnny depp and i think a lot of people do he seems like a very charismatic guy like he seems like one like he seems like the guy you want to invite to a party very like chilled out yeah exactly no drama like that's i mean no drama before the case yeah well, that's why it's defamation. It's really funny, though, because I've never heard of Amber Heard before the trial. So that's why it gives me sort of like... It's a weird... Yeah. Um, Like they're not doing it for the right reasons. I mean, I only heard of her because she dated Elon Musk, but that's about as far as I can... Yeah, see, I didn't even know that. But it's like, I, I don't... What's the actual case? Is it... It's defamation. It's, so it's he's both, saying she's lying about him. They're both suing each, yeah, each other, other, yeah. yeah. Crazy. Um, he's suing her for defamation, and then she's suing him back. Okay. Countersuit. What What yeah. I don't get is, so they're both successful people. We can't lie; they've both got a lot of money. But what I'm seeing is her legal team's just awful. Like that's she... the running joke. Is like they're just terrible. But would you not, if you're gonna take someone to court, would you not, and you're gonna take him to court, and say you win, you're gonna get a lot of money from it. Would you not spend more money on a better legal team is my thoughts. That's what you'd think. But yeah. I mean, again, I... If you watch the trial, it's a different story. I, I dropped out of law school, so I don't know how hard it is to be a lawyer. I gave up after a year. Yeah, but they just seem just like they're not even trying, which is weird. I personally think they're both in the wrong they're celebrities. They're both, There's probably some weird shit going they're on. They're both not quite mentally okay, mm. which they've proven. 
And yeah. I swear. I just think that they're literally not going to get what they want out of it. I swear I saw a video and he's like showing up. She's like showing up very formal, like stern walking straight in. He's showing up just like bangers playing from his car and just like dancing, signing autographs, things like that. I don't know. It's an interesting watch. I mean, I'm not that clued in, but... It's so hard because you don't want to like... Obviously, we all love Johnny Depp. But like, you don't... Like, we obviously have watched Amber Heard and we don't like her. But it's like really hard because you don't want to like say to, that she's a liar because what if she isn't? What if she isn't? Yeah, like we tricky. weren't there when it happened. So yeah, it's really hard, but. And I suppose like no matter what, say we could all have Johnny Depp's side. The entire single world could have Johnny Depp's side, but it comes down to the jury, I guess. Well, that's why you have a jury. It's not public. I don't know why they're filming the whole thing. I feel like if I was that famous, I'd just not want it public. But, but like, wh- I don't get why they film because you're not allowed any cameras in a normal courthouse. So what makes this? It any depends different? on the trial. I think the people can choose to broadcast it, and I'm sure some company in America would have put their hand up and been like, "We'll do it. We'll, we'll do we'll it. We'll give you so yeah. much, that, so much that, money." That what you just said then kind of makes me think that they're just doing it for publicity. I mean, maybe. I don't know why Johnny Depp would. Maybe Amber Heard. I suppose she was in, like, Aquaman 2. I still haven't seen that movie. <laughs> I haven't I seen Aquaman. no shits about I've DC. never seen it yeah, either. No. <laughs> to be fair, what's his name? Like, he's a fairly good-looking bloke, the guy who stars in Aquaman. Oh, like, Jason Momoa, yeah. Bro, he's, like, he's a, he's a fairly good-looking bloke. You can't... Yeah, that's, like, that's not going to make me watch the movie. Yeah, I'm not going to watch the movie either. <laughs> like, I'm not going to watch the movie for Amber Heard either. But um, still... Speaking of movies, there are no good movies. Like, are you personally a fan of movies or TV shows or like outside think, of DJ Izzy, what do you do with your life? Like, um, I definitely watch a lot of Netflix. Mm. Crime shows are my go to. Like I true love crime stuff. What's that? True crime. Like yes. documentaries. Documentaries. Yeah, I, like I love all of that. Oh, I'm watching Our Father at the moment. I don't Never know if that's considered crime. Really I just. This isn't really like a crime documentary, but I just finished Breaking Bad. That's the best show of all time. It was amazing. So Have you seen Pokemon, bro? <laughs> Ash is finally in the finals. I He's don't care. becoming a world champion. I don't care about your Indonesian cartoons. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I really No, Breaking Bad Breaking is Bad. Uh, the best. Most consistent so show. They didn't fuck up anything. It was perfect. I think The Walking Dead had po- had potential, don't get me wrong, to be so much better than Breaking Bad, but then it just flopped. I don't really care about zombies. I think they're boring. It was The no, only like, zombie-related thing I love is Zombieland. Zombieland's good, yeah. And do you know what's really funny? Amber Heard is in that movie. Is she? Yeah. Is that the one with the four the, You know, the, at the like start of the movie, that crazy girl that like tries oh. to bite him and she has oh, to like... Oh, is that Amber Heard? That's, that's Amber crazy. Heard. I did not know that. <laughs> I only know that because I'm really invested in, in the trial. <laughs> the trial. <laughs> it's like IMDb. Wow, she's actually been in a lot Oh, wait, of she's in Zombieland. That's I was crazy. like, what? Actually, I, I didn't even know who she was. IMDb her now, see what she's up to. I think she's literally in four different movies, maybe. Amber Heard, she was in. I mean, I think the number one thing is Aquaman. Aquaman. I mean, yeah, I hope that would be the number one thing. What else is she in, Jake? Justice League. I mean, I can't well, say Well, yeah, it's the that. same thing as Aquaman. Oh, yeah, true. yeah, yeah. She's in nothing entertaining. Magic Mike. 
can't say I've seen Magic Mike. I haven't seen Magic Mike either. I, I feel like I, that's a movie just like I'm not going to see. I, I'm <laughs> sorry, but I don't want to see a bunch of like guys topless. You don't? She was in the Cleveland show. That show Jesus flopped. Jesus Christ. I used to like that show and it flopped. I was so Her career upset. is a bit weird. Yeah. Okay. The Joneses. I don't even know what that is. Uh, Pineapple Express. I think that was a popular movie. Isn't Pineapple Express? Californication. I think that yeah, was. I like a- that show. I think in literally every movie, she looks so different. Might be it. She also plays like not main characters. Yeah, I don't so know like the is. background characters yeah. that you probably wouldn't really. No idea. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I, I saw ET. I'm like, she was in ET, but it says entertainment tonight. <laughs> I feel like an idiot now. I'm not even old enough to be an ET. Bro, I saw, I want to watch ET again. I saw a commercial of it today. Like, an, it was something on the. I went for breakfast and it was something on like a That's new crazy. show. I was like, I want to hmm. watch it again. All right, yeah. so what besides Netflix? Yeah. Hobby wise, um, from you know producing music, mm-hmm. I love going on hikes. I'm a very arts and crafts person as well. Nice. Um, I like making my own clothes. Yeah, I was gonna say, do you make the outfits? Sometimes. Um, sometimes. sometimes. Bro, I I swear, if I could like do. Anything with my life now, if someone's like, you have to pick a career and stick with it, I'd go fashion designing. Really? Hmm. Bro, I'm finding it so interesting lately. It's like, I've always wanted to start, like, you know how everyone, what was it, five years ago started a clothing brand? Mm-hmm. I wanted to do that, but like, I couldn't just put a logo. Like, I wanted to design, I wanted to pick the fabrics. I wanted to pick the look of the materials. Like, damn, that's cool. There's some local um, clothing people coming out and about, but the issue is the, the hoodies are like 200 bucks because they're all made here. The, um, probably good what's his name? I mean, you're probably more into wedding dresses than what we would be. Um, wedding dresses. Bold assumption, Jake. I don't know. Well, I mean, are you going to wear a dress to well, a wedding? Well, actually, no. my sister's getting married in October. So I, I do know a little <coughs> bit of <coughs> Does she need a photographer? Are you DJing? <coughs> oh, yeah. she I- actually might need a photographer. No, I'm not DJing. Damn. She did ask me, but I was like, no, nah, I want to I want to yeah. be a guest. Yeah, I want to sure. DJ. Do you have that like, sorry to interrupt, but do you have that like thing with family? Like does family ask you to say DJ events or like play music at events type thing? Mm, not so much DJing. I get a lot of hair and makeup requests. Oh, do, okay. How do you feel about working for family? Like I, I don't personally like it. Like it's not, I don't want to charge them a cent, but it's like, the more of the fact that if I stuff it up or if I do something mm-hmm. wrong, never gonna hear it. I gotta live with that for the yeah. rest of my life. A lot of um the time when I'm doing family and friends with business, we do like a deal. So like say um recently I just got some new press shots done. Mm-hmm. My cousin's a photographer. Okay. And I did her hair <laughs> in exchange for photos. That's good. Oh, I see. I like that. That's, yeah, that's cool. That's cool. Yeah. So, like, we can help each other out. Nice. Yeah. She needs money. her hair done. I need photos. <laughs> so, yeah. It was really good. Oh. Well, yeah. Sorry. Back to the fashion and wedding dresser. Uh, Paolo Sebastian. Is his, that his name? I have no idea. He's, like, a, from Adelaide. Um, I don't even know who that is. Neither he's, like, I. he designs, I think it's him. I think that's his name. He basically designed wedding dresses, and now he's, like, a big fashion designer for Disney. Like, all these Pieces were on display in Rundle, and it was, like, really cool. Good for him. Yeah, I mean, like, <laughs> let's try and get him on the podcast. He's from Adelaide. 
Sounds like he's just making... have random Adelaideans. Yeah. Why not? I mean, I'd be cool to be like that one random person from Adelaide that's like quiet, 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 world known, quiet. But then again, like kind of like keep my life private. But then I'm also an open book. I mean, when you're famous. Yeah, We're when you're famous, remind, remember famous, famous, time anyway. out. I mean, you have like more Instagram followers than I'll ever have, so it's obviously a win. And the, uh, what, what, like, what is Instagram for? Like, if Instagram followers still good, like, is Instagram still a popular app? Definitely. I feel like Instagram's like the main app at the moment. Because I remember back in the day when, like, I would, when I say back in the day, like five, ten years ago, it was Facebook, like. If you had Facebook, a Facebook just hasn't changed enough. It's too I don't, old. Yeah, I don't think Facebook's it anymore. Not for business. I think it's Instagram. Instagram yeah. I want Facebook to become a giant gum tree. Like <laughs> just it pretty much is. I hate marketplace. That's the only reason. The two reasons I go on Facebook: marketplace and Messenger. Mm, just the M. I see Messenger is a great app. Yeah, and I think Messenger good. is like a WhatsApp for. Normal people. Uh, it sort of takes over texting. Yeah. It's just better. It's free. Because, I, mean, like, yeah. I mean, texting's free now. I was having this discussion with someone. It's like when you get a phone plan now, it's like you're um, not paying, Everyone has unlimited texting. But you're not paying for calls. You're not paying for text. What's, it's just data. It's like data. But then I'm like having this like argument with my accountant. I'm like, I'm using my phone for, for data. It's for business. He's like, are you making phone calls? like... All the phone calls are free. <laughs> it doesn't involve it. Like, I mean, how quick did your Instagram pop off? Like, um, sorry, I got a bit of a backstory of my Instagram. When I first started DJing, I probably had about a thousand followers. Okay. Um, and then I got together with my ex-boyfriend, and we used to make YouTube videos together. Oh, there you yeah. go. Jake used to do YouTube and as well. That's no that's how I got all the followers. Okay, interesting. And it's funny. So that was probably 2018, mm. and it's so funny. Like it's 2022, I still mm. to this day get messages like. Are you and that guy still together? Mm-hmm. I can say his name, but nah, it's up to you. I, I mean, mean, we Jake loves to. Name I girl. love to call out people. But what's the bit she's gonna like say his name? I'm like, oh, I know that guy's like my best friend, Brooke Roberts. <laughs> oh no, I don't know. Do you know, do you guys know the Janoskins? Yeah, uh, is he one of them? No, um, friends with one of them. Yeah, so him and. Bo from the oh. Janoskians. They're now making videos together. Interesting. The Janoskians. Yeah. So they're back in Adelaide. Oh, my okay. friend. No, they're not. I swear one of them was one match yeah, with them Bo. on Tinder. Okay. Bo. Oh. Bo's here. She's Bo's here. Okay. We, we stand with DJ Izzy. We will fight all the Janoskians. <laughs> I knew nothing about them. Like, obviously, they were famous and YouTube and everything. But I feel like when I was at the right time with them, mm. like that. They were the who, thing. Yeah. Yeah. They were the thing. I reckon it was 2014. Hmm. Me and that my sounds friends. Right. Me and my friends were all obsessed with them. <laughs> I mean And One Direction. Oh, so yeah. that was gonna be one of my questions. Were you more of like a One Direction girl or a Justin Bieber girl? One Direction's think, better than Bieber. I think I was oh, I don't know. I had a bit of I that think Bieber I was fever. way more into One Direction. Okay. Are you going? Who is that? Harry Harry Styles is coming. I mean, I think they're all coming now that Australia's open. But Harry I mean, Styles is the only one who's dropped music 
since they Harry's broke up, but I think it's good. Harry's been the only one who's really like made something for himself. I think uh, consistently. I yeah. think that was he was. I would argue he would be the most successful from the day dot. Like he was the when someone thought One Direction, he was the first name to mind. If I could label them from like the most successful to the least, I'd probably say Harry. Zane, Liam, and then Niall. That sounds Wait, right. Wait, wasn't there five? I reckon. There was five. I think there's Is five. that five? No, there's five. There's Harry. Oh, sorry, I forgot Louis. So but obviously okay, he's the least okay, famous okay. then. Yes, Let me <laughs> say that it. again. So I'd say it's Harry, Zane, Louis, and Niall. Wait, there's five of them. Who am I missing? Whoever that is, I'm, they're at the bottom. I'm, I'm Googling Jake's the One Direction. No, I mean, I... Liam, Harry, Zane, Niall, and... Okay, there's five people here. There's Niall Horan, Liam Payne, Harry Styles, Louis Tomlinson, and Zane Malik. Is that who Louis I said? Louis was the one we left out, I reckon. Which one did I leave out? First, okay. one, first time Louis, the second time was someone else, but it's fine. I would say it goes... My memory <laughs> is about a two out of ten. That's right, you've joined the good podcast because we have, I mean, we've been pretty good this episode, but we've always had like, every episode we have like ADHD. So it's like we will talk about 16 different things in the space of 30 seconds. Yeah, I got a list of undiagnosed mental issues and I think ADHD is probably on the list. Uh, I would say. I honestly think I've got undiagnosed ADHD. Um, I think a lot of people probably do. I don't know. Have you I ever- think. In this generation, like with TikToks, Instagram. I refuse to download TikTok. All the different like social medias at the moment kind of gives you ADHD. Gives you like a short. Attention span. Attention span. Yeah. Yeah. I hate it. I mean, I, I try and have a short attention span personally because like I just. Can't be bothered. Like, I, I need to have like quick conversations. Lads, I'm just gonna. I don't care. Unless it's a podcast, and then it's two like, hours. Unless I can, <laughs> I can listen to like a four-hour podcast. Otherwise, if I'm having a conversation with someone, if it's if we're having an argument for a good half hour, I'm I'm, I'm done. Like, bro, you've lost well, me. Like, arguments different. That's like negative energy. You just gotta throw that out. Get it over and done with. Just let's set up the old-fashioned one. Just sword fight. Fucking punch. <laughs> punch on. Yeah. But uh, no, let's. Have you seen a, the YouTuber boxing match just happened? Remember Idubs? Mm, did he fight someone? Yeah, he fought like a guy named Dr. Mike. Sorry, we... this. Have you oh. seen the Jake Paul fights? Bro, I... I what mean, are your opinions on... Jake Paul. Is he asked the questions? I mean, personally, I, I, I've never really liked Jake Paul. But, I mean, I respect... I can respect what he's done. Boxing is not an easy sport. And he... Like he's making a name for himself in the boxing world, and he, when he argue, he does have a point. Like when Muhammad Ali started, you know, people don't remember who his first or th- you know fourth or fifth fights were. Mm-hmm. Like eventually, when Jake does get better, he will start. Um, obviously, fighting more boxing like boxers instead of just people who are well known and things. But he's bringing in a lot of money, like. In terms of boxing, he's selling. He's the sort sport. of for life. Mm, he, yeah, know. I'd say so. Uh, I just I don't like him personally. I don't I don't <laughs> like his like he was always selling merch. To, like he was his whole idea was a sales company. And he was like a prick in high school. And his older uh, brother Logan. Logan had a great turnaround. 
I mean, I never really liked his Which videos. one's the one who did the Suicide Forest Japan? Logan. 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 So he, that was fucked. So basically... I feel... He's somehow I, still, I feel like that was all fake. Like, who really? would post that? I mean, I don't think he... I, I, from, like, you could not be that silly to post that. From what I remember, like, I remember seeing the video. I'm like, oh, this is fine. Like, I mean, it was like any other video. And then 24 hours, it started making news headlines. And I go, I'm like, oh, shit. You're like, oh, oh I actually understand yeah. what was happening now. Yeah, but like, I don't... From what I remember, I don't remember that him filming a dead body and putting it on camera. I could be completely no, he wrong, did. Though. He like he did the did. selfie with the camera yeah. in front oh, of the dead body. Yeah, far, I didn't know. I don't like. I That's mean, I mean. don't like, remember that. But I feel like it was all fake and just publicity. It's what I usually assume with celebrities that are on that level. Is like I just assume either them or someone that works for them came up with the idea and just they were like, yeah, it's bad publicity, but also like fuck it, let's just do like, it. For celebrities, any publicity is good publicity. Whatever yeah. they can draw attention to themselves from, mm. they'll take it. That's I their mean, job. I've done, I mean, I've done the same thing. I can't, like, I've made a bad name for myself in some areas to make a name for myself. Let's go to Rundle Street and Hindley Street and we'll just try to get strangers to punch you in the face. Bro, that would so, <laughs> so you know how many clout. people want to punch me? <laughs> Everyone wants to punch Like, me. I have this theory in my head, like, people either love me, like, they'll die for me, or they hate me and they want to be the ones to kill me. Like, I don't know. I didn't I like you when I first met you, but I like I you now. Sorry for the intermission there. We just had to take a slight break. But, yeah. um, yeah, thank you very much for listening. Thank you to DJ Izzy for being our very first, first guest. guest on the podcast. Anytime, guys. Would you thank like to... You? Hey, thank you so much for having me on the podcast. Anytime. Easy, no worries. Um, Is there anything you, you want to plug? Yeah, plug your Instagram, plug your socials. Yeah, you guys can follow me, DJ Izzy, on Instagram and on Snapchat and Facebook. Perfect. Snapchat as well. Damn. Snapchat, nice. yeah, Just easy. Like. Just check TikTok. TikTok, once she drops her song. Uh, sorry. Also TikTok. Also, yeah. Can't forget the top. You can follow me on TikTok, DJ Izzy. Awesome. Thank you guys for listening. For listening. We'll see you next week. See you next week. Perfect.